audio transmission. Sammy Renders, better known by his stage name Sam Felt, is a Dutch DJ and electronic music producer from Boxtel in the Netherlands. One of the main protagonists for the growth of the tropical house scene, his 2015 reworking of Robin S's Show Me Love sprung him in the limelight further. DJ dates and tours followed, and now in 2016 he releases his own weekly mixtape under the name Heartfelt Radio, which he puts out every Sunday on his own Heartfelt Radio SoundCloud page and on iTunes. We sat down with him, head of his debut London gig at Ministry of Sound, to find out more about Sam, his life and his records. Audio transmission. Transmission. It's like the mid 90s and the first wave of dance music. What were you listening to when you were younger, like growing up? What were you getting into? Um, I think from a very young age, I was introduced and uh, exposed to a lot of different styles of music. My dad always always played in bands, played the guitar, and always had like rock, a classic rock radio. Uh, on in the house, so uh, I don't know, man. Like I think the first introduction to dance music uh, was actually when I heard "Show Me Love" for the first time, it's the Robin S track that yeah. I later turned into something new. Yeah. Um, and when I heard that track, I was like, "Oh, this is cool," but I didn't know what the genre was called. I didn't know if it was house music or techno music. My dad said it was drum and bass, so like I was, I was pretty much puzzled for for, uh, for a period of time. And uh, after a few years, I found out it was called house music, and I think that's when I fell in love with it. Yeah. Okay. So, what made you want to pursue house music and go into it as a career? Um, well, I never took it serious. I just wanted to be like it. I, I always wanted to be a DJ. Like when I was 11 years old, I was already doing my drive-in show playing at parties of my friends and stuff like that. And then when I was around 17, I went on a holiday to Portugal, I think, and I saw this DJ playing in a club. I was like, oh, I want to be that guy. That's, that's, that's awesome if you can control the crowd like that. So I bought a DJ controller, um, made a lot of mixes in my bedroom and just basically started learning how to mix. And uh, um, yeah, I just did that for, for, for some time, pretty much backed myself into like, Playing at, at cafes and like small clubs and, and empty rooms and just uh, just like perfecting the uh, yeah the, the the DJing and then after a while got some bookings um, played a lot of like student party stuff like that I, I got into the scene and then I asked myself is this music that I'm playing and making is this really what I want to do and I said no I want to make something else I want to do something that's more close to my heart. Um, and that's when I started Sam Felt as like a side project. So I was like, this is gonna be like my creative outlet for myself, for my friends, family. Just I'm gonna release music and mix music that I really enjoy listening to myself. Um, and that grew up, that blew up. That was like, I got signed to spin in and I didn't really expect it at all. So it wasn't just like, a, I wasn't, it wasn't for me, it wasn't a career choice. It was just like, I just pretty much rolled into it by accident. Thank you. 
transmission. Okay, cool. Um, so along with Kygo and Thomas Jack, you've kind of pioneered the Tropical House sound. What do you, what, did that just come about? Was that something you were trying to do or? Um, uh, not really. And like, I think when I first started Sam Fell and started making these mixtapes, um, they had a specific sound to it, but there wasn't any name for it yet. And there were other people in that same genre on SoundCloud and, and the MixCloud and stuff, also releasing that kind of music. Uh, and. And one night, Thomas Jack flew over from Oslo to Amsterdam when we, we went out, we went out partying and he basically told me like, we're basically, we're all making the same style of music, but there's no name for it. How about we call it Tropical House? And I said, oh, that's a great name. Yeah. So we went home and we changed the, the description of our genre on SoundCloud to Tropical House. And I think that's where uh, the name actually comes from. Um, and then everybody else picked, picked up that name and just started using it. Yeah, okay. Um, so you've just finished your um, American tour as well. So what do you think the dance culture is like over there compared to around the world? Um, it's a lot more fresh, uh, still like new. Uh, yeah. Like of course in the UK and in Holland where I'm from, we've been exposed to dance music for 30 years already since since the beginning of the 80s. So, uh, and then I think uh, America has only really, really, really uh, been exposed to it, like with all the big festivals for like five, six years now. So they're, they're, I think they're more new to it. Everything that you play is more surprising. Uh, the, of course, the audiences in America, everything is extreme, you know. So yeah. they live up, <laughs> when they live up to a party, they, they live up to it. They change their photo on Facebook to the party logo, and like you go crazy <laughs> for it. And, yeah. I think like here in Europe we're a bit more moderate and we, we used to, to dance music for a longer time so it's, it's a bit less special for us, I think it's more normal here now. Okay, yeah. So what's your like wildest memory of like a uh, party or a festival? I think the wildest parties you don't remember so that's, that's a problem. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, like playing, like DJing, I, I don't think it was the wildest party but I think the most fun gig I did was at Coachella this year. Yeah. Um, so that was just basically a, a sick show. It was like, at, it was 3 p.m. Uh, the whole Sahara tent, which uh, uh, has a capacity of 30,000 people. Yeah. Completely full, I had like a live saxophone player, two live singers, really feature-packed set. And uh, I think that was the, the most fun set I've ever played. Wow, that must have been really cool. Yeah, yeah it was, yeah, I love that. Was that, was that your first time at Coachella? Yeah, I've yeah. never been. I, I heard a lot of great stories about it, but uh, yeah. yeah, went there and uh, you know, all the dreams came true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the thing I thought it was where it was going to be, it was. So. Yeah, okay. So if we move on to like streaming, like you've obviously got like millions of plays on Spotify. How do you think that like streaming is such a good support to upcoming acts kind of thing? Um, well, I think it's just an, uh, like it's an, uh, it's an innovation in technology. Uh, I think if you look at the charts and look at what was popular and like 10, 20 years ago, first it was the, the record sales and then the, the downloads, iTunes, stuff like that. And you know, with, uh, with, with internet speeds getting faster and faster, it's now, and like you have a lot more data right now on your phone and, and on your internet connection at home. So it's easier to stream stuff than to just download it and then save it on a hard drive. It's just uh, technology is moving forward, I guess. Um, and in the same way as charts were of iTunes were really 
important five years ago. Yeah, it's, it's obvious that, that, that Spotify is now, so. Yeah, okay. So what kind of stuff are you listen do you listen to a lot of chart stuff or what do you listen to when you get time? <laughs> I, I listen to everything. Like I have, a, I have a great list on Spotify. It's called Heartfelt and yeah. I put in 10 new songs that I really like every week. I have my weekly weekly radio show, Heartfelt Radio. It's on SoundCloud and I think 40 or 50 different countries right now where it's broadcasted in. So that's basically where I put everything that I really enjoy listening to myself and you know it can range from classical to jazz to house to folk like I'm uh, like if it's good music I'll, I'll enjoy listening to it. Audio transmission. So you said earlier about Show Me Love, that when you remixed that, what was that like when that blew up? And how has your life changed since then? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was better. actually quite unexpected. It first got released in uh, February of 2015, like last, I think, yeah, last year, exactly. And it got released on Spinning Deep, a sub-label of, of Spinning. Uh, it went up to 12 in the Beatboard charts. And I was like, okay, this is cool, on to the next release. And then, uh, like, a, like two, three weeks later, I got a call that Universal uh, Music was interested in licensing it, and Island was, and Polydor, and was this whole campaign, wow. and <laughs> so it was just like, whoa! I didn't expect that. I was just, I thought it was just like a bootleg or something. I yeah, did. yeah. Um, so yeah, it was unexpected, and I went to like four in the UK charts, uh, like platinum, gold in a lot of countries. So I think that that kickstarted my career, and now it's just up to me to prove that. Uh, that I'm, I'm capable of, of releasing another track just as good as that one or even better and also not doing only covers. So it's, yeah. yeah, that's what I've been doing for the last year actually, just like trying to get a lot of original music out there. Yeah, so do you feel kind of the pressure to live up to that last track to kind of beat it? Um, or is it you just... Not really, like uh, I have so much music right now, it's like to have like 25 new tracks finished. So it's, wow. I'm, it's basically up to the label to plan it out and to see yeah, yeah. what track should be released when and where. Um, but no, I don't uh, I don't feel any pressure. I just want to uh, push out good music because yeah. I started Senfeld, like I just told you, like I started it as my personal project, you know? I didn't expect to ever have any booking as Senfeld or ever release a record. It was just like my personal thing. And I think with that in mind, um, yeah, there, there really is no pressure because as long as I like the music I'm releasing, it's a success, you know, for me. Yeah, okay. So you've come from America, then Paris yesterday, and now you're in London, and then you're off to Amsterdam, back home next week for yeah. ADE. So what have you got planned for ADE? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a, a really busy week. I have a lot of interviews. I'm hosting a panel on fan engagement. Uh, I'm hosting my own pool party, first ever pool party. Cool. During ADE <laughs> on Thursday, uh, there's Kungs playing, Klingon, Lost Frequencies, myself, a bunch of like all really cool artists in the genre. Uh, I play spinning sessions on Wednesday in Club Air, and yeah, and I'm flying out to Shanghai the day after my pool party. So it's like it's a really it's a really tight schedule. Does it ever get quite tough? Right. Um, well, the traveling does, <laughs> and, and not sleeping. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you feel you feel terrible. Uh, you're tired, and you want to go to bed, and you yeah. can't. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. I think that's a downside of touring and and DJing and being an artist. Like, it's a lot of fun playing. I love 
I simply love being on a stage. I love making music. I love having my my whole life revolve around music. But um, yeah, the traveling and being away from everybody that you love a lot, uh, yeah, it can get tough, of course. Yeah. Okay. And um, are there any other artists that you really want to collaborate with too? Oh, there's so many. I think in every genre there's people I would love to collaborate with, you know. Um, I, like a lot of like singer-songwriters, I'd love to do a track with Jack Johnson, John Mayer, yeah. like guys like that. In the DJ realm it would be like, I don't know, I would love to do a track with Kaigo once. Um, That'd be cool, yeah. Yeah, there's so many there's jazz artists that yeah. I really enjoy listening to. They would like love to be in the studio with. My biggest hero, like musically, I think it's Paul McCartney. He's a great writer, yeah, great yeah. singer, great guitarist, like he does everything and yeah, well, there's too many to name actually. <laughs> Audio transmission. Audio transmission.